0: Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Pesachus Kesubes, Perek Daled, Mishnah Vav and Mishnah Zayin. And today's mishnas are being learned Leilu Nishmasr Pesach Moshe Benar, Ozer Zalman. His neshama should have an aliyah, and Leilu Nishmasr of Mayor Ben Mordechai. His neshama should have an aliyah. Now, Mishnah Dalit, we had mentioned briefly that a father is not chayiv minatayra to feed his daughter, and this Mishnah describes it in more detail. Mishnah Avu says, "Ha'av A father is not chayiv; he does not have a chi of minatayra to feed his daughter, and for that matter, he doesn't have to feed his son either. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to let him get away with it. If he's wealthy and has enough money, then Bezin will actually force him to feed them. And even if he doesn't have enough money, and so Bezin can't force him, still they're going to say really bad things about him in public in order to pressure him to figure out a way to feed them. And that's because how could this fellow be so cruel, be such an achzar? Animals feed their children. How could this father not feed his children? But again, he doesn't have to feed them. And where does this come from? This was something that Rebullahs ben Azariah darshed in front of the Chachamim in Kerem B'yavne. Now, the area where they used to learn was called Kerem B'yavne, which literally means a vineyard in Yavne, because everyone sat in very neat and orderly rows, like a vineyard. And this was in Yavne. That's what it's called, Karim Yavne. And what was the Joshua of Laza ben Azariah? The following is written in a woman's ksuba, Habanim v'habanis yizainu, That after the husband dies, what happens? His sons inherit him, and his daughters get fed from his estate. And what do we learn from here? Mahabanim just like the sons only inherit their father after he dies, So yizainis So too the daughters only get fed after their father dies, so the father's money is used to pay for their food. But beforehand, the father does not have a khivat to feed the daughters, or sons for that matter as well. Now we move on to talk about the basic idea of ksuba, which we learned already in the first parak, was 200 zuz for a basula. So the Mishnah tells us, like Laksuba, let's say a husband didn't write a ksuba for his wife. Still, basula give mosayim, if she's a basula, she gets 200. the almana mana, and if she's an almana, she gets one mana. And why is that he didn't write the ksuba? The answer ishu tenai bezden, because it's a tenai bezdin. Bezin is one that stipulated that this has to be given. So even though the husband happened not to have written one, that doesn't mean that he's not chayv to give and he still has to give these amounts. And another expression of this is let's say he wrote the ksuba. But of lasad shavim shabamana when he wrote her ksuba for her, he said, you know what's designated for your ksuba? This and this field, and it was only worth one money in the place of the two money that he really should be giving her. And let's say he didn't write for her in the ksuba the, that all the I have are designated to be used to pay her ksuba. So you might think, since the only thing that's designated to pay her ksuba is this field that's worth one money and not two money, that's all she gets. And she loses out on that second money. The Misha tells us that's not true. Chayev. He's Chayev to pay the full two money, the full 200 zuz. shoot Tanai Bezdin. Because this is a Tanai Bezdin that she gets 200 zuz. And even though he didn't write that explicitly in the Ksuba, it doesn't make a difference. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Chas and Tess continuing to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.